When the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray, He taught us to ask the Father for our daily bread. Since man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word which proceeds out of the mouth of God, we know that this daily bread Jesus asked the Father for was not simply natural bread, but it is the divine supernatural bread of the Word of God. May this episode fill you up and satisfy your spirit's hunger for the Word of God. Enjoy today's helping of your daily bread. Good morning, everyone, and happy Tuesday to you. Let's go right into prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for blessing us with this day, and we thank you for this daily bread that you have given. And Lord, let it be good for us. Let it be satiating, God. Let it fill us up spiritually. Let us let it edify us in the name of Jesus Christ. Speak into our hearts. Speak into our spirits in the name of Jesus. Everything that you want us to hear and learn and know in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the direction you're taking us in. We love you and we pray that you be glorified through every word which is spoken father i pray that everything which is spoken today brings my sisters closer to you in the name of jesus christ lord we love you and we thank you and it's in jesus name we do pray amen the lord is good and his mercy endures forever and his truth unto all generations let's pick up where we left off so we've been talking about holiness now most of you know that holiness is my favorite topic i did not I choose holiness as my favorite topic however it is the way the Lord has wired me okay as I've submitted myself to him it's just the ministry he's given me I don't choose <laughs> what I talk about I don't choose what I'm passionate about the Lord imparts those things into me by his spirit he puts those things in me so it's never up to me it's never like Tiffany why do you talk about holiness so much why do you talk about this particular topic so much why do you talk about clothing why does that matter to you it's just the way the Lord has chosen to to use this vessel okay he's chosen to use this mouth to declare these particular messages okay and as much as else as I teach he wants me to always teach the the truth of holiness that's one of my purposes here on earth so I am really happy with this week's lesson uh, entitled be holy still so let's keep going so we talked about yesterday how the Lord in prayer imparted into me that the first uh, really definition of holiness that he wanted me to understand that he gave me to understand what holiness is is complete and utter separation. So the next thing the Lord told me about holiness or imparted into me about holiness is that holiness is a choice. Okay, God is not forcing anybody to do anything. He's not forcing anyone to make any type of decisions or live any kind of way. He does not force us to do anything. Okay, holiness your separation from the world your separation from the world's systems all of all of that is your choice whether you choose to separate or not okay you still have free will god does not force us to live holy however we serve a gracious god and a loving god and a merciful god so he leads us onto the right path and it is up to us whether or not we want to stay on that path okay 
So he reminded me of a particular event in which I changed the type of shirts I usually wear. Okay, so I, if you listen to the things, I think it's 11 things I learned in 2019, I talk about how I started wearing tunics. Okay, I talk about what caused me to begin to wear tunics all the time. And tunics, just shirts that are long enough to cover my behind or that are loose fitted. I do have some shirts that um, don't come down as far past my behind but are you know nothing is snug nothing is fitted nothing is tight okay and I told you all how why I began to wear it and it really was out of a type of trauma okay um because of the attention that me wearing a fitted shirt attracted I am very top heavy women we know what we have and just because you may feel like you know nobody's looking or nobody cares it doesn't matter if you have small breasts there are some men who really love small breasts um growing up my best friend she had really small breasts and there were some men who had a preference for that that's what they liked so just because that's not something that the world um glorifies doesn't mean that there aren't men out there married men out there who are not looking at women who have smaller breasts but then um Anyway, I I am I ha, I'm I'm top heavy, okay, and I know that. And um, everybody does not like big breasts. Everybody's not going to look, but there are some people who do, okay. And it goes along with the whole package of you know just my whole build of how I am. And so I dress to really adorn myself in a way that glorifies God that represents my daddy I love my father my heavenly father is amazing and he's holy and he lives inside of me so I dress in a way which represents him the right way I do my best I'm, I'm, I'm a human being but I do my best to be led by the Spirit of God um, concerning what I put on my body but one day I felt led to tuck my shirt in um, the Lord told me that my clothes were too big and that I needed to change my mind concerning the trauma that I had experienced that caused me to start just wearing these really big shirts so that no man could see anything. Okay. The shirt that I wore that day literally came down to almost my knees. <laughs> okay. And he told me to tuck my shirt in and I tucked my shirt in and I got so many compliments. Okay. Because when you're top heavy, you can't really see that the, the top heavy person has a waist, especially if their clothes are big, you can't really see their figure. You can't, you can't see <laughs> that's what I wanted <laughs> but anyway I tucked in my shirt and I felt way more feminine and I got so many compliments and so I said you know maybe I'm just supposed to wear fitted shirts now because the Lord did tell me you know your shirts are too big so I'm thinking my shirts are too big as far as the way it's cut um so anyway what I did was I just went out, I, I not went out, but I ordered a bunch of fitted shirts, okay? A bunch of them. All my shirts were fitted. They were all a particular color. And I am getting compliments. Oh my goodness, you lost so much weight. And it's like, maybe I did because um, since last year, I've lost a significant amount of weight. However, 
it probably was just that my shirt was more fitted <laughs> so everyone was able to see my body that I wasn't as big as my clothes made me look and um, it would be you know oh my goodness every time I see you you're getting smaller and smaller you're so narrow and <laughs> so I was um, like okay great you know I'm able to show off my weight loss with these more fitted shirts but my breasts did not go anywhere okay ladies they were still <laughs> huge okay and even wearing the the more fitted shirts made them look bigger right there are they it lets you know just how big they were and this so the shirts were fitted my breasts are huge and i got to the point where i was uncomfortable i started feeling naked i'm like you know these shirts are they they're just fitted shirts and it wasn't that i wasn't accustomed to wearing it it's just that i just started to feel naked and like i said i'm top heavy and my nipples would for whatever reason i don't know why i don't know if i'm the only person this happens to and this is why only women are supposed to be listening to this podcast okay i do know that sometimes men do listen in but i hope you're not listening in today anyway i was actually considering getting pasties to hide my nipples because for whatever reason sometimes they just you, they're just visible okay so when i'm wearing a fitted shirt with a, a smaller waist huge breasts and these you know the, the 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 nipple action come on where am i going where am i going dressed like that and i'm a saint and so i didn't feel right <laughs> i'm like now i felt like the lord wanted me to get smaller shirts why do i feel so uncomfortable and i just didn't feel the same spiritually okay and i didn't feel so confident in my choices to wear those fitted shirts anymore because i i it really showed my figure okay and so um i felt like i needed some deliverance okay so i went into deliverance privately by myself and you know as i was trying to go through deliverance something was blocking it from fully happening like i felt it taking place but it was something that was stopping it from actually coming to a conclusion to actually happening happening right um it was like you you feel labor pains but there's no baby coming or something something to that effect the best way i can describe it and so I started thinking of every possible error in my life, any area where I was wrong. And um, I said, okay, I recently changed my shirts. And I said, Lord, you know, if I wasn't supposed to change my clothes, please forgive me. I repent in the name of Jesus for, for changing my wardrobe if it was against your will. You all, as soon as I finished saying that, I begin to throw up okay and i could not believe that my clothes actually was a doorway first of all that um caused me to need deliverance that put some type of blockage between me and god i knew something just didn't feel right spiritually i had no idea so i said well lord you know when it was over i'm like first of all i'm going back to my tunics but i thought you told me to get you know smaller clothes and actually he did instead of buying a large tunic i had to buy like a medium depending on the type of shirt and the cut of the shirt the larges were just too big now okay <laughs> and some things i needed a medium and i came to that understanding and that's what i get okay um depending on the shirt depending on the cut depending on the way i want it to fit but no more should my shirts come all the way down to my knees no more should my shirts look too big you know the lord still even though you know i wear clothes that cover and hide i still should look polished and put together y'all i shouldn't be walking around looking like 
I don't know where I got the clothes from. You know what I'm saying? The clothes need to fit me. Even if it is a tunic, um, some things are just too big. Some things just don't look nice. And as much as I'm concerned about representing the Holy Spirit well, I, I need to look nice. Now, I'm not saying I need to spend a ton of money on clothes or anything like that because I don't. I don't believe in that. But I still believe that I should look nice and polished and well put together. And that's what the Lord wanted for me. I put my own spin and my own interpretation on it. But guess what? I didn't have to change anything. Y'all know that, right? I could have said, you know what? I look good. I'm getting me a husband for real, for real now. <laughs> Everybody sees that I got a nice little finger up under these, these giant clothes that I wear. Um, you know, I did not have to go back to wearing tunics. And I happily went back to wearing my tunics. Um you know and some stuff depending on the shirt like if i have a shirt that's not a tunic i will get an extra large in it just so it can be spacious just so it can be baggy just so um you won't see really my waist and my breast and um because it gives us a certain silhouette and for some people that silhouette can be distracting or uh sexy and that's not something that a saint wants to do so certain shirts depending and i don't wear any like basic scoop neck shirts anymore i only wear the tunics and um if i have to get a shirt that's like an extra large it's probably like would be more on the the along the lines of something similar to like a sweatshirt but of course women women's sweatshirt feminine a feminine cut to it feminine um nice little boat neck neckline or something like that but you know i i kind of know how to work it now and i understand what the lord was saying to me and everything he said to me makes sense and he is concerned about all those little things because he's our father all right and he's a good father so he's looking at his daughter and he's like girl them clothes are a little too big baby you need to just you need it a little smaller and i run and i go get some tight shirts and that wasn't what he was talking about but i need you all to notice that i had i started to feel convicted about it but never not one time did god say throw all of your tight shirts in the garbage and go back to wearing tunics he actually gave me that choice to either walk around revealing revealing yourself or you can walk around covered it's your choice you choose and the Lord brought this back to me during prayer when I asked him to teach me about holiness. He brought this situation back to me and he told me, you know, holiness is a choice. You chose to give up those fitted shirts to continue to wear shirts that adorn your body in a modest way that you know hid your figure that hid your breasts from people being able to see it and even now i like to wear scarves around around my neck and over my breast because um depending on the shirt if it's a tunic definitely some of my bigger sweatshirts i actually i still do it's you all honestly it's I can't believe that I actually do it because <laughs> I, I got these sweatshirts and some of them say I love Jesus on it, um, saved by grace, and they say these nice things on it. Some of one has the names, all the names of Jesus Christ on it, Alpha and Omega. It's so nice, right? I got it from T Public in case anyone wants to know. <laughs> and um, I still wore a scarf with it. And I, I remember when I got it, I said, well, I'm not going to wear a scarf with this because I need everybody to see all the Jesus names. But I still wore a scarf with it anyway. And on Friday, we're going to talk about that. Be holy still. OK, but um, that is a choice. God did not, um, you know, he didn't force that on me. I felt little convictions. And as you get closer to God, 
oh yeah you're going to feel convictions as you're growing closer to him as you're going deeper in him you're going to begin to feel convicted about certain things you're going to say hey is there a way for me to look more modest is there a way for me to present myself in a more humble way is there a way for me to represent the holy spirit or jesus christ better is there a way for me to do that okay and um when you begin to get closer to God, you'll ask yourself those questions. And yeah, there is. And the Lord will begin to show you what to do next and what to do next. And everyone is at their own individual place. I know there was a time where I was able to wear wrap dresses, okay? And again, wrap dresses, they um, definitely show off the waist and in the breast, right? They show off your figure. And they even kind of accented and accentuated, right? And um, there was a time where I could wear those and I love to wear those. I can't wear them. Okay. If I, it has to be a very particular type, if I'm going to put it on and trust me, it has to be not a typical wrap dress period. I, I, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, these are things that I feel convicted about, but these are not things the Lord forces me to do. God does not force his children to live holy. It is always, always, always a choice, okay? And when we start making those choices, that separation that we feel from him or that little blockage that we felt in prayer, it goes away. Now, I don't want you to think that as soon as you change your clothes, your heart changes because that's not true. You know, I don't want you to think that as soon as you change your clothes, your prayer life is just magically going to become better. I'm sharing my circumstances with you and my situation with you, but all of our situations are unique. But the overall message is that holiness is a choice being separate is a choice being different is a choice you all know good and well that me wearing long sleeves maxi skirts and a scarf around my neck will look different especially come july <laughs> especially come july especially come august okay i'm gonna look really separate from the world but you know what i believe that i will stand out as a light I don't think it's gonna be a difference that is strange but it'll be a difference that shows the distinguishment and the distinction between holiness and secularism and that line is blurred in the church in so many ways in the way we worship the Lord in the way we speak to each other the language that's popular um, among the Saints the way we carry ourselves, the places we go and hang out, all those things, um, the, the, the line has been blurred. But what I, as I grow in the Lord and I submit myself to him, I pray that that line between the way I live and the way the world lives is extremely clear. I pray that it is absolutely visible. I want to represent my God well, okay? So while many of us are waiting for God to do it for us, God, do it for me, Lord. You know the changes I need to make. Do it for me, God. But God is waiting for us to do it for him. He's like, you need to get closer to me. <laughs> you make the changes when you want to. I'm not going to force you to do anything. You all know, I always say, he did not come down and slap that fruit out of Eve's hand. She had a choice. Okay? She was supposed to obey God. He couldn't force her to obey him. That's something that had to come out of her heart. She didn't do it. 
So while we're waiting for God to do it for us, God is waiting for us to do it for him. If you love him, you keep his commandments. You do that for him. You make the changes for him. Jesus doesn't just throw the cross on our backs, does he? He tells us to pick up our cross and follow him. It is a choice, my sister, okay? You pick up, you take up your cross. He doesn't throw it on your back and say, walk. But when you choose to follow him, he says, listen, if any man's gonna be my disciple, you have to take up your cross and follow me, okay? That's your choice. Jesus doesn't just put his yoke on us. He tells us to take his yoke upon our own selves. The decision concerning whether or not we will live holy is completely ours to make. The decision about whether you're going to be separate, you're going to be different, you're going to make those sacrifices, you're going to change your ways, it's completely yours to make, okay? God says for us to be holy like he is holy. Although it is not in our power to make our own selves holy, okay, we can't do that. It, But it is in our power to make the choices which will conceive holiness in our lives and within us through the Holy Spirit, okay? We can make the right choices that will conceive holiness within us by the Holy Spirit, by surrendering to him. He'll be able to conceive holiness in us um, because of the choices we make. It's not in our power, we can't make ourselves holy, but the Holy Spirit can as we yield to him. And for the sake of conceiving more holiness in your life, I pray the Holy Spirit will bring to your mind something you need to change to become more Christ-like, um, more Christ-like, whatever that may be. If it is your attitude, it, if it is the way you think, the way you speak, the way you dress, you know, if it's your priorities, I pray that the Holy Spirit will bring that to your mind and make that one of your prayers. Lord, bring to mind something that I need to change that you see in me that's not like you or that's not represent you well that I need to change to become more Christ-like because my sister that's the overall goal anyway to become more like Christ okay it doesn't have to be your clothes for some of us clothing is easy to change the internal matters okay are where the difficulties lie when it comes to holiness it could be your mind it could be your attitude it could be your priorities but whatever it is it is your choice uh whether you want to continue to hold on to it or you want to let it go so that you can grab on to more holiness and more distinguishment and more distinction and tomorrow we'll talk more about that that internal the internal things that make us holy the internal things that we need to change the the attitudes the mindsets our heart okay that's what we'll be talking about tomorrow in this be holy still lesson and until then god bless you i love you and father enable my sister to be holy still to admire your holiness and your righteousness and your uprightness and how different you are and how separate you are and how confident and unmovable you are god in the name of jesus we want to be like that in this present world your word says just as you were in this world so are we and we want that to be true for us jesus we love you and we thank you and it's in your name we pray Amen.